Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, December the 2nd, 2022. As always, I give God thanks for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. As always, it's an honor, a blessing uh, and a privileged one that I do not take lightly to pray with you and for you Monday through Friday between the hour of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. I'm extremely excited that this month, the month that the Lord has allowed us to see as we close out this year, um, we are going to be committed to reading and meditating on a Proverbs a day. So, <laughs> excuse me, don't worry about getting lost. It gives us an opportunity that if we have neglected to be in our word, it gives us an opportunity to get back in our word and ask God to download divine wisdom and understanding and revelation as we go through the book of Proverbs, which is also the book of wisdom. Yesterday was our first day. I know it's hard to to imagine that December the 1st, Proverbs 1. Today's only day two. So if you're joining us for the first time, just start right here. You can always go back and catch up, but we want you to start with us and stay with us. You guys know on Friday, I do things a little bit differently. We don't necessarily pray the word, but we talk about the word. That's how you get it in your spirit as well. How do how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing the word of God. And when you talk about the word of God, then it just becomes a part of who you are. Before you know it, you'll be talking to people and scriptures will just start coming out of your mouth. And it's not that you're trying to be a show off. It's not that you're trying to be holier than thou, but it literally becomes who you are. The word is the living word. Okay. It is the living word. And so the word becomes who you are. If you've ever met a person who curses a lot, right? And every time you come across this person or around this person, they're always cursing, right? That's just, and you'll hear people say, oh, that's who they are because they curse all the time, right? Even, I never understood people who curse in front of their parents. I still, I don't think my parents have ever uh, heard me curse or do anything. I, I really am like a, a kid in front of them. Uh, but I would say there are some people, they just curse. And so cursing is a part of who they are. They curse at work. They curse at home. Uh, they just curse, right? And so when you get the word of God deep down in your spirit, that just becomes who you are. When people share things, you immediately begin to speak life to them. I'll give you an example yesterday. And it was so, it was God. And so I went to this event on last night. It was a, an event that I had been invited to and, you know, there's a lot of business people there. I'm not really a part of business. You know, education is, is my love, is my passion, is what I do. And at this event, I end up connecting with one of the, I think she was like an executive or whatever for a major company here in the city. And so as she and I were talking and kind of introducing ourselves to one another and just kind of going through, you know, kind of as, as my friends would sometimes say, Hollywood talk, right? Um, she shares with me that I told her she did a great job because she did, right? I'm I'm not phony about that. It, so she did a great job yesterday pulling it together, facilitating, 
and presenting and all of those things. And so as we were talking, she shared with me about a job opportunity today. And you have to know when you know that it's God. And she was like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I, I want to advance and da, da, da. And so this is not, you have to know me to know when you know it's, it's not you, but you know, the Holy Spirit steps in. And so I touched her hand and not holding her hand because, you know, germs are real, but I, I touched the top of her hand and I said, well, I'm touching and agreeing with you that that job is yours. And then I just began to speak the word of God, not knowing if she was a Christian or not. I didn't know, but the Holy Spirit knew because after that, and her response back to me, it was a, it was, it was a spiritual connection. What I spoke to her, what the Holy Spirit used in me to speak to her, gave her life in terms of the position that now she's going for. Why? Because promotion only comes from God. Now, somebody might say, well, Danita, was that using, using wisdom? See, I believe it was because this is what the... The word of God says, it says, turning your ear to wisdom and implying your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding and look for it as it is as as for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. See, that's the beginning of Proverbs uh, chapter two, verse two, turning your ear to wisdom, asking God, what are you saying in this moment? Right. Applying your heart to understanding. See sometimes, and, and I know it probably would have been a time that I wouldn't have done that, but before I could say, I'm not doing it, it was already happening. The Holy spirit was already moving. I want to encourage you on today and on this weekend to yield yourself to the spirit. I didn't go to hear this business, right? There was nobody, at least nobody that I was aware of in the room. None of the people who I meet with regarding my work was in that room. Okay. Nobody that I work with was in that room. This was all people from different non-profits non and and corporations and executives and all of that, right? But but in this instance with this woman, right? In this instance with the woman, God, the Holy Spirit spoke a word. I'm not even gonna say I'm removing all components of me out of it because it. If you know me, it wasn't me. But when but when you yield yourself to the Spirit, when you say literally, we quote the scripture that. You know, our body is not our own, right? So what that means that our mouth is not our own. That's why we can't say anything. That's why the whole month of November, we meditated and, and, and focused ourselves on James chapter three, taming the tongue. Because blessings and cursings can't come out of the same mouth. So if I'm cursing you, it's hard to believe me when I'm trying to bless you. Because death and life in the King James Version, it's death and life. In, in the other versions, it says life and death. But in the King James Version, death and life is in the power of the tongue. I can't use my mouth to curse you, then turn around and bless you. That's double-mindedness. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. 
Then Proverbs goes on to say in verse seven, he, um, he holds success in store for the upright. If you walk up right before God, success, God is holding success for you. He is holding it. So what you need to do is ask God to let it go. Let the success that he has held up for you go and flow to give you favor with him and with man. Why? Because the Bible says that he holds success in store for the upright. King James Version says he layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. Because when you have wisdom, you have success. You can walk any room and walk into any room and own it. Not because it's you, because it's the Holy Spirit that worketh in you. He said he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. He guards your course. He guards it. He guards the past. Uh, the New Living Translation says he guards the past of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. God is guarding you and protecting your path. He's guarding you and protecting your path. And in Proverbs chapter two, and I want to say this to the men who are listening. Because Proverbs talks a lot about adultery and the adulterous woman. And if you and, and a lot of women listen to, to, to this podcast because I, I get the data on the men and women listeners. If you are a woman who's listening. You know, guard yourself. Don't put yourself in positions, in any position with a married man. I saw a quote the other day uh, and it said that the, the, the most single men on earth are married. And if that's the case, you know, God help us all. But I want to point out to you about the dangers of adultery. The dangers of adultery. Not only does adultery have the potential to, to, a, a, to a physical death, but an emotional and a spiritual death. And I say that with all love and all sincerity. This is what the Bible says. It says wisdom will save you also from the adulterous woman, from the wayward woman with her seductive words, who has left the partner of her youth and ignored the covenant she made before God. Surely her house leads down to death and her past to the spirit of the dead. None who go to her return or attain the paths of life. New Living Translation says the man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the paths of life. New King, New King James Version says none who go to her return, nor do they regain the paths of life. Women, don't. I'm not going to say don't befriend a married man because I believe men and women can be friends. But when a man starts sharing too much about what's going on in his house, too much, even if he says he's unhappy, if you're going to talk to him, give him the word of God. 
pay attention to if he's taking heed. It's, you know, telling, pray with your wife. You know, have, have you gone to church? Have you gone, gone to counseling? You know, encourage him in the Lord. And if he's not doing those things, move away from him. Because what will happen, because we're women, right? And we connect emotionally. We will gain an emotional connection trying to save this man. And it can be pure and innocent at first. So we think, but that's how the devil comes in. He comes in as light, right? He comes in as, well, you're just helping where well, you are just friends or you're just right. So then it starts with coffee. Then it starts with encouragement. Then he starts sharing. Then you start sharing either about your spouse or about how you're lonely or about how you can't find a good man or whatever. And before you know it, a relationship with a married woman in this case, right? In this case, he says the adulterous woman, the wayward woman, right? Turns into something that you weren't quite looking for, that you didn't ask for. And then now you find you're all caught up with a married woman. And I'm going to say also, you're all caught up as a married man. Keep what's going on in your household, in your household. If a married man or a married woman compliments you, oh, you look nice today or you look pretty today, thank you and keep it moving. Keep it moving. You may be flattered. You may even find them attractive. But keep it moving. You have to be intentional about the things you want to do. And you have to be intentional about the things you don't want to do. I'm going to say that again. You have to be intentional about the things you want to do. And you have to be intentional about the things that you don't want to do. If you don't want to get caught up with a married person, male or female, don't share personal things about your spouse the times that they make you mad, the times that they upset you, what they're not giving you, what they're not providing for you. Find another man, a godly man in which you can have those conversations with. And if that doesn't work, go find another godly man, because ultimately we are all responsible for our own actions. And I want to say this too, loud and clear, because it's on my heart. If somebody tells you they're separated, they're still married. If somebody says I'm separated, they're still married. They're still married by law and in the eyes of the Lord. Okay, so I, I need I need to share that because I'm finding that more and more people are excusing or looking at separation as a pass to mess with someone who is married. Right. And I'm finding that uh, excuses of, well, he's not happy. He's not. You're hearing one side of the story. She's not happy. You're hearing one side of the story. If you really want to know, are you that into it? Call the, call the spouse. I bet they'll have a different story. And then the end of Proverbs says those 
Thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep to the paths of righteous for the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it. So not only are you going to live in the land, but you're going to remain in it. What does that say? Not everybody's going to live in the land. Verse 22 says, but the wicked will be cut off from the land and the uh, unfaithful will be torn from it. So the wicked going to be cut off the unfaithful. You just going to get snatched out of it. Woo, y'all, Proverbs is deep. Read it, meditate on it, and apply it. Uh, the, the word is, is only as good as we apply it to our lives. Love you all. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.